You know what? I feel like um, I was expecting someone kind of like you to come to the door. And by someone like you, I met, I mean, someone that uh, belongs here. And you know what? You belong here. Every Everyone who looks like you belongs here. And what do I mean by looks like you? I certainly don't mean that in a racial or ethnic sense. I mean that as someone with a, a glad and happy aspect. Someone who, or also somebody with a sad face. Someone who looks like they might need a bomb for their soul. Either way, happy or sad, come on in to Jefferson Avenue Way Station. Or Jeff- Jefferson Avenue's Way Station. You could also say that. Because really, we like any, everywhere you are, you belong to that place. You don't, you don't own the place at all. Like, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, 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 Chief uh, something or other told uh, President Pierce. He said, uh, can't own the land. Land owns you, man. He wrote a very good letter um, that wasn't heeded. Well, it wasn't uh, absolutely no purview given to that uh, particular uh, writ. Uh, but now, a hundred years later, may, maybe more, maybe a hundred and seventy years later, perhaps, if my math is correct, which it's probably not, um, I am heeding these words, and it's already too late. That's okay. How you doing? I mean, I've never seen you before in my life, or at least I just don't remember you at all. But I feel like, uh, you know, you're happier than the last time I saw you. I feel like the last time you saw I saw you, you were you were anxious. You're fidgeting about. You kept uh, looking out the window, expecting a I don't know a plane to crash into the bakery across the street. I, I I don't hope for that to happen at all. I, she I mean she's a you know her business is a uh, is a competing business to mine, but I don't uh, wish her any harm. I don't wish any her business to go under at all. I just want my business to do better than hers. So because I oh that that'll allow me to expand into the you know so eventually someday I want to get another room in this pub. So that I can install a toilet in it. Just a toilet. I don't need a urinal. A, a toilet would be so much better because everybody could use it. It doesn't matter what you got down there or how you wish to be standing or seated when you do it. You can use a toilet. A toilet's very convenient. I do like urinals though. Reason being they use so much less water... And they don't take up a lot of space either. They're kind of just part of the wall. They're an ornament that smells like a rotting garbage, like a like a compost heap of of biological waste. Which that's that is what a, that is what a compost heap is. Just to, actually, a compost heap usually smells a lot better than the general sort of holistic uh, term of biological waste because that could also mean 
you know, feces, rotting flesh, um, you know, just a, a, a unusable uh, eye donor, uh, bis, you know, bits and pieces. What if you just, uh, what if you actually, you were a garbage man and one of your bags broke open and it was just a whole bunch of eyeballs that weren't usable anymore because the refrigeration broke in the uh, eyeball donor cart and just they were all looking up at you and they, they look at you because they think you're the one that failed because some eye donor, not only were they not taking good care of the refrigeration system, well, also they used a faulty trash bag to dispose of them. They should have sent those to a rendering plant afterwards. They, they, you could, you know the type of dish soap that you can make out of human eyeballs? You don't want to know more than you think. Some of the best dish soap, some of the most caustic and, uh, and cutting dish soap, human eyeballs. I'm, I'm really, I'm kidding about this. Don't, don't look so, okay, come on, cut it, cut that out. Don't look so serious now. I'm, I'm just joking around. You shouldn't trust everything I say. Matter of fact, you should, if something seems dubious when I'm saying it, you should confirm. And if I, and I, if, if you, if you ask for confirmation, I will tell you the truth. I won't kid you beyond that. I won't leave you dangling. I mean, I might if I'm feeling usually capricious, but before you leave, I would, I would say that's a lie. Or if you don't, and if you, if you don't believe me, if you're, that I won't confirm, I'll just knowingly look at you and say, good job, good job, Ace. You did a great job. Hey, champ, you did it. You saw through the ruse. That's my ultimate test for people who want. Oh, I am so sorry. I've been yapping my uh, gab off. I mean, gabbing my blab off. And you've been wanting some Mac Adams beer, I presume. Well, no, we don't have um, we don't have Labatt's. I'm afraid, because this is this is this is the United States of America. We don't serve such drink. This ain't this isn't Canada. All right, listen, I'm gonna stop. And I, listen, I need to. I'm, I'll be right back. The handle on this broke, and I need to uh, put a butter knife into the into the slot into the actual um, widget and turn it myself so that I can fill you a glass. I'll be right back. Uh, feel free to enjoy some of the literature on the table there while I'm gone, uh, because I might be a while. Oh, here I am. I'm back already. <laughs> it turns out it was um, it was just underneath here. It's just underneath there a little bit. Let me get this for you. Let me shove it into there. I'm gonna have to. There we are. Ooh, you hear that? That means this this is gonna be particularly good. Uh, glass of Mac Adams beer here. You know, put that, uh, put that knife down there. I'm just gonna, uh, 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 you know, I'm not gonna do that again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just fix this handle uh, once for all. Here you are. Um, before, before, because a lot of people seem to be confused about this. That is ten dollars for that ten ounce glass right there. Yeah, I know that seems like a a lot, but it's very good beer, and le at least by my estimation, a few other people who came by here they said that they've never had anything like it before, which I I I they, I couldn't actually get them to say whether or not that was a good thing. 
but um, I presume it to be a good thing. Don't you? Well, take a sip and see. I'm getting a uh, I'm getting a tentative nod from you right now, which I I that's good. I will take it. Um, even though, even though I didn't make that beer myself. No, that that beer was made by a a stupid, cruel, mean-spirited man. But I won't get into that. No reason for me to drag that man's name to the dust, even though he deserves it. No reason at all. Uh, Danny McAdam. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna get into it. I actually had an argument with him on the phone. Um, and he said he told me he wasn't going to uh, sell any of his beer to women. Which seemed like, even for someone as hateful and and bigoted and misogynistic as he as he is, that seems like a bizarre thing to stand by, and it really it illustrates how much hatred can blind you, how it can cripple you. And then he he quickly retracted that. He said that no, of course not, but I'd rather not. And, it, and then, but I I couldn't forget that he had said that. I couldn't forget that he had even considered such a bizarrely hateful idea. So I, I went into it. I, I tried get. I tried sort of probing that idea, and he he wanted me for to forget that he said it, which I couldn't. I mean, what what if someone murdered somebody? I, I'm not saying this is on the order of murder, but if you want to sort of make this a more a personal thing. Which uh, hatred can do. Hatred can make anything personal. If if you want to make this personal, imagine your cat had, was had a string tied around its neck and it hung from a tree, which you know hap- happens all the time in uh, Alabama, I think, or it probably doesn't. But anyway, what if your cat had a string tied around its neck and it was hung until by the neck until dead uh, for? crimes against the throne and then the the king george said listen i i maybe i shouldn't have tied up this cat's neck maybe i shouldn't have asphyxiated it maybe that was a little extreme on my part i mean the cat had it coming but maybe i shouldn't have done that listen let's for let's just forget it. all right let's just forget it. and I, I would think well no no let's not forget that you did that you said that thing, and then you did it. And even if you might not do it again, even if you are saying that you are not of the mind to do it again, you still had that thought, and you probably will have that thought. Think thought thought. Yes, you will probably have that thought again in the future. I don't trust you now. And your taxes. I I'm not very good at coming up with hypotheticals, as you may. Uh, I may have surmised at this point. I um, there's got to be a better way to make an analog for hatred that that is unfor- uh, the sort of hatreds that are unforgivable. Which, when you think about it, that's kind of how hatred um, endures, isn't it? That it hatred doesn't just happen and then you can forget about it. It, it compounds. It self-replicates. One person says it, and you can't help but 
respond with your own hatred, whether it's uh, a direct response to it, a hatred of the person that is that is committing the hateful act, or sympathy for that hatred. Which, unfortunately, that 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 is the more more common one. People hear hatred and they sympathize with it, and then the hateful group gels and becomes mono- uh, not monogamous. Not only is my imagination shot, so is my vocabulary. It com- becomes homogenous. You can see how I got those two confused. It becomes a great big hateful group. Um, I'm trying to think of a particular one, that, but I can't because my history... I don't crack a lot of history books very often, and I didn't listen during history class in high school, even though I, I, I wish I did, because I, then I wouldn't have had to crack any history books later in life, which I didn't have any sort of uh, will to do anyway. But that's life, isn't it? That's life. We that, That's the reason why history repeats itself, is because history is... By and large, very, very un- un- uninteresting. A lot of people like to um, go on about the fa- fascinating nature of history. Well, you ever really read history? A lot of it repeats itself over and over again, which they make a big deal of. They say, oh, history will repeat itself. That's why we ought to listen to it. Well, that's why I'm not all that interested in that, because it seems like every time period, it's the same thing happening over and over again. You could just take a, a segment out of history and say, this is all of human history right here. This is the whole course of civilization right here. Uh, just um, the the Plantagenets. Just look, take a look at them, which I haven't. I, I've, I re- heard that. I read that name one time in uh, some, some movie with Peter O'Toole. But, um, oh yeah, the War of the... Of the the orchids or something. The roar of the roses. Yeah, that that's that's what I'm thinking about. Sometimes you can just say these words and play company, and people will think that man knows everything about that time period. He is a he's a history buff, and he is cultured. And I'm not at all. I could tell you a lot about um, a few of the uh, Star Trek series. If you ask me them, if I can, re- I remember a whole lot of the names in those things. Didn't watch the um, the first series because it's it's too old. The colors are too vibrant, and the the lighting is very strange. And I also don't like uh, how red faced people were back then. They they had these bright red faces. They looked somewhat ham like. They looked like a uh, like steamed ham. Like brightly steamed ham, but they're not food; they're people. I mean, they look like if you if you slice them very thin and put them in a sandwich, that that would be a a good sandwich with some provolone. Oof! God, I'm hungry. Oof! I, I'm also regretting saying provolone because provolone not a very good cheese. It's not flavorful at all. It's and it's also apparently provolone is a is a made up word and. You might say, well, all, all, all words are made up, you know. I don't know. I, I don't know who I'm mocking with that voice I just did there. But anyway, yeah, all words are made up, but made up over time, over thousands of years. 
there still is a, a sort of natural evolution to these sort of things. People made up a, a word a long time ago, and they made it up just because they heard something, which really they weren't, then they weren't really making it up. They heard a chicken made a, make a certain sort of noise, or they heard wood hit another piece of wood, and they were just imitating it. They were just imitating that sound, and then over time these words just morphed and coagulated and, you know, evolved. And there is a, you could call that natural, I think, even though it's has to do with humanity and it has to do with civilization. You could call that a natural thing because it's not conscious. To be artificial, I think there needs to be a will, a conscious will. An intentional act. So if you see a um, if you see a crow, you know, pick up a, a acorn and drop it on the road so that a car runs over and exposes the delicious uh, meat in, on the inside, that is that is an artificial occurrence. Why? Because that crow did that consciously. A lot of people like to go on about how intelligent crows are. But they are in they're incapable even of uh, booting up a Macintosh computer. And anybody can do that. Oh my god. I, a dog could do that probably. A crow can't do it. Even if you surgically attached hands on it, they wouldn't know what to do. Now someday in the future they'll invent Macintoshes that are... And by the way, when I say Macintosh, I don't mean the, the jacket or the Apple. I'm talking about a computer. This is a very... Well, I don't know if you know about this. This is a very large company. Um, I, actually, as a matter of fact, I have one of these computers at home right now. It's, it's not on because I need to preserve electricity. Why? Because summer's coming at an end. And I'm anticipating a low electrical bill because I won't need to use my air conditioning anymore. That's, uh, you know what that is right there? I was just uh, doing that. That's small talk. I would say this to somebody who, uh, who I didn't know very well and I, want, I didn't want to be silent around them. And I didn't know what to say, so I would say that. It's, it is a, a topic of very... A uh, low, uh, very little consequence. The small amount of consequence. That's why they call it small talk, I suppose. And many people will go on about how much they despise small talk. And yes, it is painful. Small talk is, uh, it's like brushing up against a stranger for a very long period of time. It's like standing very close to someone that you're not very good friends with and looking right in their eyes. When you really, at a time in which you really would rather not do that, such as the morning or, you know, passing by them in the hallway. But there's, there is importance to uh, small talk. It's an incredibly important thing because these insignificant, seemingly meaningless things can disclose a greater truth in your, on your conversation partner. You can learn something about this person you're, talking like nonsense with what can you learn uh, it's not for me to tell you 
you have to listen to how they will say, oh, my day is fine. My day is going well. I, I had some trouble waking up, but you know how things are. When you ask somebody how they're doing and they say, oh, you know, that means something. What do you know? When I say, I will say that to people I know, they'll ask me, how are you doing? And I say, oh, you know. And I'm, I'm telling them, you can already see into my heart. There's nothing I can disclose with my words that I, you can't figure out for yourself. Your theories about me are correct. I, won't, I don't have to vindicate myself. Your, your suspicions about me, you already know about them. I, I'm, I am full of blame. I am full of guilt. There is a pain inside me which I can't relinquish. And you can see it. You can see me. And I, and, and I say this all with two words. You know. Do you know? I hope so. And I, I hope you enjoyed that beer. Do you really just want one glass? Oh. Well, listen. I, I tend not to like to drink just one drink over the course of a day. I feel like there's something unsatisfying about that. But that's, that's just me. Uh, that's just me. You know. <laughs> I'm going to... Maybe I'll, I'll... You know, I'll, I'll go out uh, some night with some friends and be talking to someone and I'll just say you know over and over and over again and it will magnify this person's lens over my heart and soul and they will see things about me that I would never guess about myself you should try it sometime or, or I mean if it if it isn't something that j- doesn't just work for me you ought to try it I think you'll find it very edifying anyway I hope you enjoyed your visit, my friend. I see you're somewhat backing out of the, this uh, this bar pub like place with a, a frightened look on your face because I'm I stopped I stopped making sense a long time ago. A long, long time ago. Uh oh. Oh, the I I a plane came over this bar and darkness descended all of a sudden. I thought that. Uh, there's some amazing curse that everyone's going to have to swap bodies for a second. And I would find myself halfway across the world uh, as a fish that was inside of a net being caught and about to face its own death. But thank goodness that didn't happen. Nope. Right now I'm just saying goodbye to you. Uh, looks like you're opening the door and you're about to close it. Listen, be safe. Have a good time. This is Jefferson Avenue Way Station, and it belongs to me, and I belong to you, and you belong to Jefferson Avenue Way Station. Good night.